front-end developer for the first time in my career. User experience design. I'm a back-end developer and mainly work with Drupal. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Screens, where we go beyond the code and into the community. I'm your host, Chris Albrecht. Let's dive in. Behind the Screens is made possible by Lullabot. Lullabot is a strategy design and development company where we turn great content into captivating user experiences. Find us on Twitter at Lullabot or in your browser at lullabot.com. We'd love to meet you. On this episode, I'm going behind the screens with Jeff Vargas, Senior Director of Technology for USA and Sci-Fi. Jeff, tell us a little bit about yourself and what's going on over there with USA and Sci-Fi. Hi, a long-time listener, first-time caller. I... Uh... Working with USA and Sci-Fi, uh, our main sites are Sci-Fi.com and USANetwork.com, and the main purpose for both of them is the ingestion of video metadata, video content for all of our shows. Particularly for Sci-Fi, the extra component it has is the blog content that we get from the Sci-Fi Wire staff, and that's all of the focus of you know the genre, um, movies, books, um, any cons that are going on. We just did a um, huge wrap-up of um, uh, the Chicago um, C- C2E2 convention. Um, we just did Emerald City last month, and we are, as always, going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, which is the Super Bowl for us. Um, NBC loves Drupal. We've been using it for several years and standardized across um, the company on it so far. Any of the sites you go to, um, whether it's the Today Show, whether it's um, Telemundo, it's going to be a Drupal site. Um, you know, Sci-Fi.com has done several projects the last few years, actually with Lullabot, um, upgrading Sci-Fi from a legacy version of Drupal um, to Publisher 7, um, which is the customized Drupal 7 version that NBC uses internally. Um, we've redesigned um, Blaster.com, then we merged Blaster.com with Sci-Fi and rebranded the whole site. Um, so it's been an exciting couple of years just working with Drupal, working with Lullabot, and learning a lot <clears throat> learning a lot from other people about what makes their sites work better, how to optimize for SEO, how to optimize for page speed and things like that. Um, and I guess the great thing is it feels like we've never stopped learning. So what is your role, or Senior Director of Technology, what is your role within these brands or within USA and Sci-Fi, and how does that play into the website and the product? My role is a bit of, um, I'm going to stand next to the developers, listen to what they're talking about, watch what they're doing, and make sure that that's the right path for us. I'm going to talk to stakeholders and get an idea of what it is that they're looking for, um, get an idea of what the roadmap is, and if there are any other big mergers. If we're going to merge another site into sci-fi, I need to know that more than six months out. Um, But it's a little bit of of everything. I don't get to do as much development as I I used to uh, or as I'd like to, but um, I am usually the person who, when something isn't working, if any of our developers aren't available, I'm the one who's digging into the code to find the problem. And if I'm not reaching out to somebody else um, within the company, just other friends and other um, colleagues, including former Lullabot um, teammates who might know more about it than we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of what we do is really um, focus not just on the content, but on on the genre and on the fans. We really want to make a pleasant experience for them. So thinking about how that is going to work best for them is something that we spend a lot of time thinking about, whether it's you know editorially, how do we want to present um, content to them, or whether it's, you know, for our editors, how are we going to make it easier for them to enter that content to begin with? Um, 
a lot of what keeps us up at night is, you know, not really making sure that the site's up. That's usually covered by another team. But, you know, are we doing enough to keep our audience engaged? So that's something I worry about on a day-to-day -day basis, and that's something we're always trying to improve and learn about. Yeah, it sounds like a trick trying to keep all of those brands together and maintain that. So it's not a multi-site. It's different instances of Drupal, and you're standardizing certain pieces across all those brands, across all those sites. So what's been a big challenge for you to to try and keep all that together, to, mer to keep a, a sane ecosystem, I guess, for lack of a better term. Really trying to, trying to not minimize the complexity, but just to understand it. Because there's, in certain cases, there's no way you're gonna minimize the complexity, but you have to understand it. Otherwise, it goes from just being complex to being chaotic and complex. Um, we have different needs on the, the sci-fi show side than we do on the sci-fi wire editorial side. So we've kept those content types for those two distinct focuses separate. So there are specific wire content types that none of the um, sci-fi show staff is going to touch, and there's content types that the show staff is going to use that have no bearing and won't show up in any of the sci-fi wire content. Um, but that being said, we do look at ways that we can minimize things because you know, at the end of the day, we want to give the editors the tools they need to get their work done, but we don't want to give them too few options, and we don't want them to drown in too many options. Mm -hmm. And right now, part of what we're doing is trying to simplify things for them so that it gets easier and quicker for them to enter content, and it gets easier and quicker for them to spot if they're missing some key piece of metadata or some key asset. Mm -hmm. um, and really, among the brands, you know, USA has a different focus than sci-fi, and you know the two of us have different focuses than other brands within NBC Universal. But we do share a lot of common knowledge. Um, so whether it's you know, hey, how are we going to change the database character set so we can accept emojis? Because <clears throat> off the bat, um, none of us can do that. Um, so that's something I learned here this weekend from uh, a colleague of mine. So that's something we're going to uh, look at doing in the next few months. So there's a lot of communication between the brands, uh, between your team and other teams about how to get these things done and use the same modules, the same common tool sets. Yeah, a lot of best practices and a lot of, you know, this is what happened and these are the scars that I have. So next time, don't do that. Or mm -hmm. next time, ask these questions. And that's been really helpful because... If it's you know switching to a new video player that we're all going to eventually use, but some brands will go first, it's great to know what problems they encountered so that if we run into similar situations, we can you know raise a ticket and point the support staff in the right direction without having to wait for them to sort of debug it themselves and, and get down that funnel into like, oh, this is where the problem is. Yeah. So all many brands in the NBC Universal realm are using Drupal, uh, mostly Drupal 7 now, is that right? Yep. And is there a plan or do you have a strategy amongst them to try and get some of those sites up to Drupal 8? Individual brands are looking at their own plan and roadmap for Drupal 8. I think one of the key bridges that will make that feasible for someone is um, being able to access our video repository. So we all use the same um, system. It's uh, MPX system from the platform. And once we have a layer there where we can actually communicate with it, we can get the metadata, we can send metadata to it, then that will make it easier for everyone to go. So I know other brands are looking at doing that now. Having just finished the merger of Sci-Fi Wire and Sci-Fi together, um, for us it's something we're going to look at later down the line. Um, other brands, including USA, we're looking at you know making the editorial experience better for them, making it a stronger system, and making it simpler. I mean, there are a lot of editorial tweaks we can we can input that would just make it 
cleaner, that would make it nicer and make it more user friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as we sort of learn what doesn't work and maybe what is painful for us, uh, rather than rebuilding everything right now in D7, they're being put into project plans for things that we'd like to do as well as move up to D8. That makes sense. So if you could give one piece of advice to somebody who's maybe got a similar landscape in front of them, a m- number of sites that all need to be migrated up or that are complex and sharing components amongst different groups, uh, any any sort of challenge or advice you might give to somebody who's facing something like that before they dive in headfirst? Um, I would say don't be intimidated by the complexity. Um, people often assume com- complex is bad and, and simple is good, and I think anyone who's worked in web development long enough knows that the simple solution, quote-unquote, is usually something that is great for the immediate term, but long-term, it's not going to suit your needs. And you don't want to get into a situation where you make everything work on a simple platform, and then you start to outgrow it, and you start to see limitations, and then you're like, damn, now I have to spend more time taking the path I should have taken anyway, which is going with something more complex. And you know, even though Drupal might be complex, the great thing is there's a great community. So there's always someone you can reach out to, whether it's on you know, Drupal.org or whether it's from different agencies or even in our case, especially in our case, um, internal teams. You know, Having the ability to talk to the Bravo team or um, the Telemundo team is great because we can share certain things that we're doing. And even though my needs are different than their needs, there's a lot of stuff that they've done that is, is somewhat common. Um, and whether it's learning, you know, whether to use field collections or not to use field collections or, or getting an update on, uh, on caching and how best to, uh, to handle that so that you don't have stale assets all the time, that's something that, you know, a lot of us have learned just in communication with team members, colleagues, and, and strangers we meet at meetups or, or at DrupalCon. Yeah, absolutely. So let's take it and flip it a little bit here. Uh, we've talked a lot about the work. I want to know, if you woke up tomorrow and the internet was gone, what would you do? I would probably get a library card because everything that, you know, is on the internet may not be in the library, but there's going to be enough to keep you busy long enough so that you don't panic. And by the time you do panic, you know, maybe you've, maybe you've read like 20 years worth of books. <laughs> you can have the websites down. You've got to wait for somebody else to check it back in before you can check it out. Exactly. <laughs> nice. And, and you've been around Drupal for a long time now, so you're, you're well-versed in the module space. So everyone's got a spirit animal, but I want to know what is your spirit module? Uh, As I was saying before, uh, I don't know if it's my spirit module or just my angel and savior, but, you know, just just flushing caches. You know, we have a manual purge um, component that we use that really saves the day for us because uh, it's tricky working with editors and they're instant, they want instant gratification. I just changed something. Why Why am I not seeing it on www? And being able to purge it for them, being able to like go into Akamai and, and manually purge individual assets for them, um, you know, that's a thing that sort of keeps all the anxiety at bay. But it's it's really purging. It's it's that that Aquia purge module that, that we use and we we configure to work with Akamai as well. Nice, <laughs> the purge module. I like that one. That's a new one. Uh, it's all it's all about the purge, which you know will be coming to uh, to a network. Uh, USA Sci-Fi Network uh, soon. Ah, so a little plug in there too. Just, just a little one. Nice. All right. Finally, Jeff, is there somebody that you'd like to say thank you to or share some gratitude with that gave you a boost when you needed it or an inspirational story? Uh, an inspirational story. I, uh, you know, a lot of times it's it's almost daunting. And I remember listening to your talk at uh, at TripleCon earlier this week. You were talking about imposter syndrome. Uh huh. And. Uh, it was a common theme among a couple of other sessions as well. And, and you know, you, you do feel like, 
I don't know anything. And as much experience as I have in web development, um, I often feel like I don't know as much as everybody else that's working around me or everyone else that's working on Drupal. And it gets to be a little um, frustrating, but at the end of the day, I'm not, uh, I'm definitely not an expert. I'm not Dries, um, but I do have a certain skill set that works well um, for Drupal and for technology in general. So, uh, you know, that is something that you just have to recognize that, you know, even if you don't know it, you can learn it. Even if you're not an expert and you're never going to be an expert, there's a lot of things that you can still learn and contribute. So um, that has been very helpful. Um, I think one of the best people to help out on things um, back at NBC was Eric Durant, uh, who's also a former Lullabock. Um, he was a great resource for us, uh, and he's a super smart guy who, whatever your question is, he's seen it, he's done it, He's probably patched it, so he was our source to go to. Um, he was super helpful with that, and you know, at no point do you ever feel that you're an idiot when you're talking to him. Um, and he's also a great guy to hang out with at the cons because he knows where all the good swag is. So nice. he, he points you in the right direction. So that's great. That that notion where you can talk to somebody that you know knows way more than you do, but you don't feel like an idiot. They don't make you feel like an idiot talking to them. That's a great quality. And I think one that goes a, a long way around here at the at Drupal cons and the Drupal community in general. Everyone is very helpful and supportive that way. So Absolutely. that's great. Well, right, Jeff, thank you very much for taking a few minutes. This is wonderful. No problem. Anytime. Hey, it's Amber Matz from Drupalize Me. What's going on over there, Amber? Hey there. We've got some new tutorials on the way on deployment workflows that's going to augment our series on configuration management. Tess Flynn has been working on those for us. Tim Millwood is working on a series of tutorials on content moderation, and we're looking to release those in the fall. Lullabot Education is working on a new site, reactfordrupal.com. Sign up for the mailing list to get notified when we release new tutorials. Finally, Joe Schindelar and I will be at Drupal GovCon presenting our beginning Drupal 8 theming workshop. It is sold out, but if you're at GovCon, please come and say hello. We'd love to say hi. 